Hi, and welcome to our podcast on conscious creative leadership. The space where we get curious about leadership in the 21st century. I am Nadine Benjamin. And I'm Darren Abrahams. We see ourselves as conscious creative leaders in an evolving world. And in 2021, we took some time to share our thoughts with you from a lockdown perspective. In this episode, productivity. Hello, Nadine. Hello, Darren. Here we are back again with our fifth episode of this podcast series about conscious creative leadership. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about productivity. Productivity, really important. Uh, Often when we're coaches or working within that coaching sphere, productivity is the main reason that our clients are coming to us. But we want to talk about this from a very different level because um, Often when we think about productivity, it's about getting things done. Mm. So about tasks and activity and busyness and schedules and all that thing. And that, of course, is a big part of of productivity. Mm. But actually, from the leadership perspective, we want to be talking about getting things completed. Mm. Because as you very, very wisely pointed out to me, as a leader, you're not always the person getting the things done. (laughs) You're the person holding the vision to reach completion on a mission or a project that you're doing so yeah. we, want, we want to talk from that level yeah go ahead yeah no I'm just coming in because it just got me excited there that you know when you said vision you know mm-hmm. it is so important that we hold the vision for the people that we lead hold the vision <laughs> you know because we are this kind of what we were talking about before and um, it's just we are the fountain or the well that this 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 vision is coming from Mm -hmm. and that we wish to hold that kind of viewpoint or that completion schedule even in our whole sense of our expansiveness and I love what you said about you know that we're not getting things done we're getting things completed in a way that works through delegation Mm -hmm. you know that makes it a shared experience you know because as leaders we recognize that there are things that we love there's things that we really couldn't we just don't want to touch (laughs) (laughs) you know and there's things that just don't light us up but we know there are people around us that it does light them up and it does bring them joy so in this element of completion it's like Where can I share the experience of what I wish to give to a person where that will be joyful to a person who's going to meet me in that space? And then we all get it completed. So it becomes a bigger picture. (laughs) Which is great. I mean, it it goes back to what we were talking about in in episode three about that energy, that playful energy is that actually if we're holding the vision and we are looking to get things completed, everybody can be in their own lane within our team and Mm -hmm. everyone can bring that joyful energy to the thing that they do because they're not having to be weighed down with the stuff that doesn't resonate with them that isn't in their skill set that they're not interested in that they don't do don't do very well or maybe if they do do very well but it just doesn't they don't enjoy it so (laughs) everyone to to our, our place as the conscious creative leader is to ensure that everyone gets to be in that playful energy all the time in their work or as much as possible 
Exactly. And when that isn't um, happening, so say we meet an element of resistance that we spoke about, you know, that we really look at as the conscious creative leader, as the person is, okay, what's stopping this from being completed? Yeah. Do we need to take a new direction? Do we need to build a new team? Mm -hmm. Do I need to restructure my team? Are there any new bits of information that we need to learn? You know, so it's all of that. Completion doesn't mean that we're just driving forward. It means that we're stopping, taking time for reflection, stopping to take different points on the map and checking in with each other to make sure that we're all going in the same direction. Yes, I love that. I, I often think about that in terms of like um, steering the ship. Yes. That every, everybody's on the ship together, um, heading towards a destination. Um, and everyone has their, their role within that, on that ship to get to help you to get there. Um, but I think also what you're saying takes away some of the blame and the shame that comes into often in that work sphere about not completing your tasks or not getting things right or, you know, mm all of that stuff that's often there is that we're, you know, if something doesn't happen, if something doesn't get done, we're looking for whose fault it is. <laughs> yes. And rather than looking for like whose fault it is, you're exactly right. It's looking to see what, well, okay, so what, what's in the way and how can mm. we, how can we take those things out of the way? How can we smooth the way, how can we smooth the path again? How can we get the energy flowing again so that we help people to move beyond stuck? Absolutely. Censure them for getting something wrong. Exactly. So it's all about this readjustment, this yeah. readjustment or realigning of energy, realigning of which direction or stopping. And sometimes, you know what, Darren, the, one of the, because we were talking about courage just before, one of the most courageous things I had to do um, at the beginning of uh, January um, was to recognize when something's just not working. Yes. And to let it go. Just to let it go. I mean, would you like to speak to anything around letting go or, you know, in terms of that? Well, yeah, letting go has been a very big personal practice for me for the last few years. Mm. Um, it, and it, it comes back to this idea of courage as well, but like mm. the, the courage to be able to, to let go of something that you maybe have invested a lot of time and energy into. Um, but the productivity element of that is, is that there are sometimes project or an activity has it's done its time mm. even if it may not have completed itself or in the way that you were expecting or it may not have achieved the things that you were hoping that it would achieve mm. it time may be over because the energy of the universe has moved on your yes! has moved on and something else is there I mean I know you know we were talking about our personal stories and I had mm. in the autumn of 2019 I had a very big setback wow. a massive development project that I've been working on with my brother-in-law for seven years in my hometown of Brighton finally collapsed after you know after so much work and effort and money and time and energy and vision and conversations, you know, putting, putting into bringing that whole thing together. And just finally, the decision was made, decision was taken from us that the, the project wouldn't go ahead. And, you know, a lot of the next 
five to 10 years of my life was wrapped up in the idea of running that space and the things that were going to come out of that space and um, let alone the financial implications of that. But so what I had to really work with was this idea of letting go. Can I let go of this now, despite the seven years and all of the, all of the actual personal identity that had got mm. wrapped up in that project? Was I able to let it go? Um, and it was absolutely a process to do that. But what I have found now, you know, 18 months or so later, is that it has created space for all the things I'm doing now. And they're like, you know, everything is on fire. Uh, and moving forward so there was something about that project whose time the time was up on that project and it was not possible to be productive in in the way that I I wanted to be productive at that time and so as when we're talking about completion what occurs to me as we have this conversation is that Completion isn't only about materially finishing something. Completion is also about an energetic finishing of something. It's um, recognizing, being connected enough to yourself to recognize when the time has passed and it's time to move on. And oh, I love that, Darren. You, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing that real honest piece because we spoke about um, integrity last time and you are a man of integrity. Thank you. In such an honourable way. And I really love that in you. And so I know the challenge that that story took you when I, I was there walking alongside you, witnessing it, you know. And um, But the courageous part of that was that you came into a, a new form of com completion, yeah. you know, because it completed a, t a time of learning, it looked like, you know, witnessing it. But yeah. it was a time of real learning about your own expansiveness and how you had grown as a leader. And then what's great now is 18 months late later is, is watching you take all the things that you'd learned from that to form another sense of, you know, new vision that has its own different, and, and I've watched you then complete like four or five different projects along the way. Yeah. To huge acclaim and to huge um, um, integrity, not just with yourself, but with everybody that you've served and within the teams that you've created. Thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> no, it's it's been wonderful to, really wonderful um, to watch and, and it brings me back round to, you know, um, this element of completion. It's also what the phrase, there's a turn in phrase where it says, putting your money where your mouth is. Yes. You know, it is that completion is, is also in your words as well, that you, that you honour what you said you were going to do. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, 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 I, I never thought about it like that before, but it is that honoring that productivity is also about honoring what you said you were going to do. So, so mm -hmm. the people around you know that you're reliable, that they can rely on you, that you're a stable space of contact for them. Yes. You know, that the product that you deliver or the words that you say actually have some substance. Yes. You know, um, yeah, your vision has substance. This this productivity piece around that means that people are going to 
really want to support what you do and act on it with you and complete the part that they promised they would they would complete in the piece you know it's massive really is and just the the connection between the idea of productivity and completion and vision is hugely important because actually as a conscious creative leader the the one of the main parts of your productivity is having the vision and the vision is bigger than the projects or activities that take place in within it so Mm -hmm. for example my seven-year development project Mm -hmm. was sat within a vision rather than it being the complete vision in itself Mm -hmm. there's something about the vision which is about which is about the change you want to see in the world I believe in that very strongly kind of working with other people who who identify as change makers who are working very hard to bring about the new world you know change the paradigm that we're living in they're working exactly. with vulnerable people they're working to support them the planet mm. it the, the vision is bigger than the individual actions that you're taking the actions mm. help to complete the vision or or fulfill the vision uh, but if we get too stuck in or the project we can get lost we can lose the bigger vision all the time Mm. so life is a continuum it's not about stopping and starting at the beginning and end of projects it's Mm. there's a a continuing energy that you're bringing into the world through the different things that you do Mm. um and articulating that for yourself as a conscious creative leader is a big part of your job because many people in our world are what you what people like to call slashes you know i'm a singer trainer therapist coach entrepreneur blah 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 slash 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 um that can look like a weird jumble from the outside but if it's got the integrity of vision with it if it's if all those things are at the service of the vision and the change you want to see in the world then they have integrity then they fit together then they're coherent then they make sense absolutely and when they make sense you become productive it just happens you know because you have this energy you have this drive you have people alongside you that wish to work with you walk with you to make this vision happen you know and I think creating that own version of your vision and then disseminating that vision out to everybody else so it provides value for them also is really, 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 really important. We have this other side, though, of of, um, productivity, don't we? Is, you know, and we always speak to the two sides because I think we've we've known that they're important. Um, And this is the side of procrastination. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and being able to admit when you're stuck. And I think... um, the kind of old paradigm would have there would have been what we were we'd, we've spoken about before there would have been shame around admitting when you're stuck or whether you're not sure that you're congruent with the vision that you set up in the first place yeah you no know, and that that vision is no longer your vision anymore you know and that does happen to some people you know so it's looking at how do we also get around that how can we keep evaluating to make sure that we're still staying in this productive integrity, this productive completion, you know? And um, I kind of like to always look at, and I know we both do this, Darren, 
is that um, in a in a in a company every year you would have a stock take. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is really great as a conscious creative leader to come back and stock take your own world, your personal life, your 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 company's life. You know, the people you have around you, the relationships, the you know, evaluating where you are every year to make sure that you are actually in your own completion. (laughs) Yes. Because it's so easy to be distracted. And sometimes that distraction does come in the name or in in the form of procrastination. Um, So I just wanted to um, give that some space, um, Darren, to, to, to know that that does hit a lot of people. It does, it does, it does come up in a lot of, leaders lives that it's 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 not you're not alone in that you know that that readjustment still has to keep happening and it's part of the growth yeah and procrastination is usually about resistance something has Mm. come up in you that is resisting doing this piece of work or taking Mm. this piece of action Mm. um so we we go back to our courage session again about you know can, can we look inside and see what it is that's stopping us from moving forward it might be something very small uh, and minor on the day to day, or it could be something bigger that goes back further into your past. Um, sometimes I think also with procrastination, if there's a lot of procrastination going on around the project, it's good to just to stop for mm-hmm. a bit, go out for a walk, like um, yeah, have, have something to eat, watch a TV show, listen to some music, like do something different. Like there are some days when it's not possible to do the work that you have scheduled yourself to do. Yes. Scheduled yourself to do deep dive writing work on a Monday and you wake up on the Monday and actually the last thing that your energy is saying is sit in front of the computer and do the writing. Don't, don't flog yourself. Mm-hmm. I think part of that process, like recognizing that, okay, this is something that I want to do and that needs to be done. Does it need to be done now? Mm-hmm. If my energy is telling me that this is not the right moment for it, Maybe it doesn't need to be done now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to work through the energy until it's clear enough to allow things to happen. Uh, so, yeah, so it, I like that because what you're saying is, is, is maybe from what I'm hearing is that maybe that productivity is the active side of courage. Oh, I like that. Say yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the um, we, when we spoke about the the, the 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 initial courage session, we were talking about this courage being about the the decision in the mm-hmm. mindset, but the but this but then it has to come into action, and yeah. um, so as it comes into this, the action, and as we keep growing, we do get ele- elements of procrastination and moving forward, procrastination, moving forward, getting stuck, moving forward, because because yeah. we're we're learning to readjust because we've never been here before. And we're human. We're not machines. Exactly. I am a robot. I am a robot. Doctor Who, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, but it's true. We're, we are human. And 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 I would really love to come into the space of productivity can also hold the window of celebration. Mm, yes. So like really celebrating when we've done well. Yeah. Because actually there is a kind of, I don't know, just for want of a better word, an, an, an anointing between that procrastination and that productivity or that getting stuck or that feeling that readjustment or that uncomfortability, you know, that actually it's really great to get to each point, no matter how small, 
and celebrate yourself. Say well done. Say well done to your team. Say yeah. well done to the people that you're working with. Say well done to yourself, you know, and have a kind of ritual, a small ritual, whether it's a it's a dance. In NLP, we call them anchors. You know, yeah. whether you play your victory song or you have your victory dance or, you know, really important part of productivity, because what that then does is it inspires more productivity. Yes, absolutely. And it's great. It's like we talked about in the energy session about those integration moments. That, that is an integration moment because integration is also about celebration. It's like I process, I feel, I reflect, I take, find meaning and I celebrate, I celebrate. And it's a lovely inflection point. It's a stopping point, a pause point before you then pick up again and start on the next round of action or activity. So I love that. I think it's hugely important to celebrate. And especially when we're talking about team when we're talking about bringing people with us on a journey. Um, it's a, a very important part of your role as a conscious creative leader to celebrate your people yes. um, and to encourage um, a culture of celebration within your within your organization. That's not to say that we're constantly popping bottles of champagne or like no. fireworks. It's not about that. It's it's appreciation. Yes. Learning to appreciate each other and 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 saying it, saying it, like I'm, I'm very fortunate. I have an absolutely wonderful VA, uh, yeah. Angela, who I've been working with for a number of years now. And uh, I mean, I, Angela does all the things that I don't want to do. She does my invoicing and she organizes meetings and she, she, I mean, she does so many, so many fantastic things, organizes travel for me. And I appreciate Angela so much mm. because she allows me to be productive in the way that I need to be by taking those tasks away from me. And she loves doing those kinds of things. That's her sweet spot. Mm. Um, it, yeah, it frees me. It frees me to be super productive and to, to keep on with the vision and to keep building and keep doing things. So, you know, as often as possible, I appreciate Angela and I tell her that I appreciate her. And um, I think it's a, a really important part of our relationship. Like, you know, I'd be lost without her. Oh, Darren, I love that. And yes, I, I just, yeah, it's so beautiful that you've honoured her right here and right now. I think as leaders, we all have those people um, that show up in our lives. In my singing part of my life, I have Rita Grugian, who's my manager. Yeah. And, you know, and yes, taking the time and the moments to celebrate her and to let her know that I really appreciate her is really, really important because when we come back to productivity and this is what we're talking about leaders complete things because we have people that do the other stuff that make us great yeah and so and they love doing that stuff that we don't love doing <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely we, we all have the things that we love to do yeah exactly but I'm, I'm I'd really love us to get into like the nitty-gritty part of their getting things done bit of productivity okay. you know, so just that that kind of slightly at the day-to-day -day task level of activity mm -hmm. um and I know that you have like you have a real process for that as I mm -hmm. do and I'm just wondering if you'll be able to talk talk to us about what are the what are the practices or mindsets that you have put in place for yourself to allow you to get up in the morning and get things done towards completion 
So, um, oh, I think we're, we're very similar in how we work, though, Dan. So, but, um, but um, I have a, a schedule or a plan. Well, I don't call it a schedule, um, um, but I, I, set, I call it a schedule for, for want of a better word that everybody understands. But for me, I, I've created a schedule of lifestyle, I suppose, mm-hmm. is, the, is the best way to, to, to describe it. So it, for me, it's not all the things I have to do because that for me is it doesn't work for my my frequency but I do schedule my lifestyle uh, a life that I don't wish to take a holiday from so what I'm doing every day is I wake up and I'm writing and I'm working out and I'm meditating and I'm praying and then I'm um, having a shower and then I'm ready to once I've met myself which is my morning ritual my morning ritual is all about meeting me Mm. and aligning with my divine self as well you know the higher powers that we all we all have our own version of that you know and then once I've aligned with the higher power and and met myself I can then meet the world yes and and meeting the world then means that I'm coming from this heart-centered space you know rather than being stuck in my mind stuck in the mindset the, 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 the whole point of having a morning routine is to release any mind stuff that is or any unconscious process that now needs to be let go of, you yeah. know, which is the reason why I meet myself in that morning ritual. And then I meet the world and I've set up during the week how exactly to a letter I'm talking about fun time, play time, dinner time, lunch time, emails and calls and um, projects um you know coachings um self-care time you know film time my nails time you know (laughs) you know study time it's all in my week-to-week uh lifestyle schedule you know it's really important for me to have that I'm also a very neurodiverse woman so um it means that um divine order is really top of my list if I'm not in divine order I kind of can pinch into my disability into overwhelm so I I have to recognize that as a leader that I have to look after myself that is my responsibility so this time this type of productivity is about really recognizing what you're responsible for what am I responsible for and 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 I am first and foremost responsible for leading myself first and foremost you know, because I can't lead others if I can't lead myself. And so then I'll have, by the time I get to the end of the day, I have an evening ritual that I then go into and that kind of powers me down. And I look at gratitude. I look at what I did well today. Um, I might even write some stuff that, um, is there anybody I need to apologize to today? Um, or did I did I come out of alignment with myself? How can I kind of adjust that tomorrow or correct that tomorrow? And is there anybody I need to apologize to? Like, you know, it just really making a, a time for humility, for humanity. It's, you know, it's really, yeah. and to recognize my humanness. Because, you know, when we don't have these check-in points, I feel for me anyway, when I don't have these checking points, I feel that we can come out of our line alignment of integrity. And as a leader, I need to hold that vision. And if I need to hold that vision, I need to be accountable to myself. I need to be responsible. I have to lead myself first. It's like um, 
productivity hygiene. Yes, <laughs> oh, I love that. it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so that at the end of the day, you you go to bed clean. You know, yes. you've, um, you, you work through all the stuff that's come up in the day. I love what you're saying about, is there anyone I need to apologize to or, and gratitude and all those things. It really does help you to, to put a, you know, to, to, to put a bow on the day, clo- close the day off so that you can then sleep uh, and wake up refreshed in the morning and then reset and start again. I think, I think it's really beautiful. I love, I love what you've said about that and the idea of ritual. Um, yeah. I, I was some in myself, I was very resistant to the, the morning routine and the, the evening ritual and those things in the past. It just felt like, you know, every high performance coach or training that I would go to or every thought leader or entrepreneur would all talk about the importance of that morning routine. And to me, it always felt like a chore. It felt like it was um, stifling my spontaneity or my creativity somehow. Um but it was a couple of years ago I started to get serious about it because I recognized that there was something in me. It was actually, it wasn't stifling anything in me. Actually not having those morning routines and evening rituals was letting myself off the hook. There was something about, it was laziness on my part that was not stepping up into those spaces. Like, you know, a way of transitioning into my day, as you said, greeting myself first and a way of transitioning out of my day. Mm -hmm. Um, And over the last two years, 18 months or so, that's become incredibly important to me, especially, you know, we're we're recording this during the third lockdown in the UK, Mm -hmm. especially during this last year where we've been, you know, all the usual distractions and routines have been taken away. Having a really solid morning and evening routine or ritual has saved me mm-hmm. has has kept has allowed me to be super productive this year uh in all on all those different levels that we've talked about productive in the way of like I've got a load of things done but also productive in that bigger level of like I've got things completed or I've got things started that I will be meaning to complete I mean mm-hmm. all of that's it because of those those inflection points so I have a pretty rock solid morning morning process now which is around I do vocal practice the first thing I do in the morning is to to do a vocal practice I had not done that for years because (laughs) when I stopped being a professional even when I was a professional singer I was really lazy during my my professional singing career like you know I, I would prepare for the roles and prepare for the rehearsals but I wouldn't do the yeah, I, w- I didn't do the, the long-term consistent work that I really needed to do that, and that I'm doing now. Every morning, I do 20 minutes minimum of vocal warm-up. First thing, toning, you know, getting into the, getting, like bringing voice into my body, waking my body up with vibration and sound. Then I do a meditation and then I do 10 to 15 minutes worth of a yoga practice. Um, so all, all of those things are in place. And then I have... I was very fortunate to work with a great coach uh, called Pete Kolash, who's a fellow high performance coach. And he has an amazing strategizing process, which he calls 30 Sunday, 10 PM, which is a way of basically planning your life, planning the day, planning the week, planning the month, planning the quarter, planning the year. Uh, And I've, I, I have totally implemented that. I've, I've tweaked it so that it works really well for me. But I always know 
the tasks that I want to achieve today. I always know what I need to do this week. I always know what I'm working towards and on a bigger picture, a five-year goal or a year goal. Mm. Um, and that, you know, an older me would have looked at that and thought, oh my God, that's incredibly rigid. Mm. But actually it's not rigid at all. It's because you're, because it's constant daily inflection points, constant daily kind of review and reflection. It's very, very flexible. I can, I know what I want to achieve this week. It doesn't mean it all has to be done on Monday. Yeah, it exactly. It have to be done on the days when I'm setting it. It's just, it, these are the things that I want to do. And if I don't achieve those things by the end of the week, I review on the Sunday and I look back and think, okay, well, why didn't I do that? Is there, am I resisting it? Or is it just not necessary anymore? Or I can ask myself those questions and it has made me super productive. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm very grateful. Yeah, I really, those, those practices now. I really love what you say there, Darren, because um, it is that element of high performance that makes us super productive because we ask empowering questions of ourselves. Yes. Yeah, you know, because, you know, before high performance, um, you know, I think I, I can really identify with the fact that I could ask some disempowering questions, mm. you know. But actually through high performance and actually through NLP as well for me, you yeah. know, I, I really started to ask myself really empowering questions. And I love that when you're saying when that resistance hits in your schedule or in, in anything that you're, you're, you've been reviewing, that you come back to those empowering questions. Because yeah. um, they really bring us back into our integrity, back into our conscious leadership, you know. <laughs> It's all those things and and remind us where our creativity needs to come in as well, you know, and how it what what it needs to look like, um, not just as a, a, an artist, but as as somebody who has a company, somebody who's leading others um, and, you know, and having teams that walk alongside us. Yeah. You know, so. Um, yeah. I mean, wow. What a session. <laughs> yeah. So, so much there Darren so much there um and uh yeah so it's that time when we leave everybody with a question I would say yeah. what motivates you to get things completed yeah what motivates you to get things completed from what you've listened to today what happens in your world what happens in your frequency or your dimension and we'd really love to hear what comes up for you. So from this session, it is a bye-bye from me, Nadine. Bye from me, Darren. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on this journey of conscious, creative leadership. If you'd like to know more, please check out the show notes for links and send us a message. See you next time.